My parents are deadbeats. They don't even get it. They're so old-fashioned, they don't understand how things work in these days. Sometimes, they make me so angry, and I just cuss them out. I can't wait until I have my own family and can do things the way I want to. Good morning, and welcome to God's Resistance. God's Resistance is local in Wilkes-Barre and the Wyoming Valley and spreading elsewhere. If you need someone to talk to or pray with and are interested in joining a small group to help you live as the disciple of Christ, stay tuned for contact info. My name is Eric Samborski, and I want to thank you for tuning into God's Resistance, where we resist sin, self, the devil, and the world. You can hear us every Sunday at 9 a.m. on WITK 1550 a.m. and 94.7 f.m. If you miss this radio program, then look for the God's Resistance podcast on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube at 9 a.m. every Sunday where these are uploaded and you will find other content on there as well. You can find us at godsresistance.com, that's our central hub, and on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, YouTube, and Rumble at God's Resistance, that is G-O-D-S-R-E-S-I-S-T-A-N-C-E. Make sure to like, follow, and turn on notifications for helpful spiritual content. You can contact us at gods.resistance at gmail.com or give us a call at 570-362-7782. Now let's listen in on today's briefing. The concept of honor in our society, in my observation, is very lacking. There's not very... I mean, first of all, people in, the, in, in themselves generally aren't very honorable as they used to be. We read in, you know, medieval times, the honor of knights, the honor of knighthood, and the honor of certain positions and all, but honor seems to just be tanking so quickly. We don't honor positions of authority. We don't honor certain, we, we don't honor even mothers and fathers, which is what we're going to be talking about. Honor is so lacking. We think that everything is for ourselves and we need to do it our way and who cares what, how we treat anybody else. We don't honor the elderly. We don't honor the, the veterans that have fought to preserve our freedoms. There's so many places where we don't honor. Kids don't honor teachers in their schools. They, they kind of just run roughshod over them. We don't honor those that uh, like police force or anybody else that may be keeping the peace of society. There's so many, so many things in our society where honor is completely lost. But then we have our Hollywood people, celebrities and such, they act in such ways that's so, it, it's so degrading and, and they bring themselves down to a level of, of almost like a brute animal. And they, they, they really act in ways that are so dishonorable to humanity in general. And then we, we're told in, in America, this is what it, this is normal. This is Christian culture. It's a shame that things are that way. But let me just tell you a little story. It kind of brings us into this a little bit more here. But three small boys were bragging about their dads. The first boy said, My dad writes a few short lines on paper, calls it a poem, sends it away, and he gets $10 for it. My dad, said the second, he makes dots on paper. He calls it a song, sends it away, and gets $25 for it. That's nothing, declares the third boy. My father writes a sermon on a sheet of paper. He gets up in the pulpit and reads it, and it takes four men to bring in the money. Now, we find that humorous as we listen to this. But 
there is a certain, you know, with kids, children, they look up, they naturally have it in them to look up to their parents. Now that, that trust can get betrayed somewhere along the way, but naturally God is put inside of children. They, they love their parents. They think the world of them. They want to please them. There's that natural honoring of the parents that comes inside of a child's heart in the midst of also their temper tantrums and other things. There is that there. And we're dealing with right now uh, in Exodus 20, chapter 12, this commandment, the fifth commandment. The first four commandments had to do with God and his worship and who he is. The last six commandments have to do with us and our neighbors. Remember, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he said, and your neighbor is yourself. These are the two greatest commandments. And it says it sums up all the law and the prophets. You can find it right there in the Ten Commandments. So here we start the first one about loving our neighbor, which is Exodus 20, verse 12. And this reads, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So God has order and constituted authority. He set it up that way. There has been this effort to deconstruct society, saying that there is no hierarchical thing. We're all the same. And, and, and you know, we all should treat each other like the same. Well, we're, we're all the same in that we're all human beings and we have inherent dignity and we shouldn't treat each other like trash. But there, it, it is also, I think it's, it's completely naive and ignorant to think that hierarchies are non-existent or wrong. It's just the natural order of how things go. Look in the animal world. Hierarchies happen in animal worlds, inside of lion tribes. They, they vie for who is the top lion, you know, who is the king of the pack. They do it with wolves. They do it with fish. They, I mean, it's all over the animal kingdom. There are some that, that are the leaders, and there's some that are the followers, and there's hierarchies in between. We find it in the business world. There's CEOs, and then there's people under them with all sorts of different jobs. Instead of us getting all upset that somebody's you know, better than us or whatever, why don't we just try and find our place in society and take that hierarchy? God has created things that there is an order and a constituted authority. Now, in, in what we're talking about right now and dealing with is this. So first, God creates Adam, the first man. Then Eve from Adam's rib, that is the first woman. She comes from Adam. Then children came. And then ultimately a society is formed. That is God's constituted authority all the way back to its basics. <clears throat> now, parents are set as the God-given authority, teacher, protector, and provider uh, for children, specifically their children. This honor that we're told about, honor your father and your mother, was not something that parents took on themselves, but it is an honor that is given to them by Almighty God. That should help us as parents, first of all, to, to put our shoulders back and realize, wow, God, you've given me this honor that I'm supposed to craft and shape this small child. You could have done this yourself, but you have given it to me as a responsibility. And you want me to, to teach these people how to be upstanding citizens, how to be godly children, and to be an example to the world around them? That's what you want me to do? Yes. And God has given this honor to the parents. So instead of cowering under the load of it, 
go to God and say, I want to be this parent. I don't know how to. I feel like I'm a failure. Maybe I already failed. But this is what God wants. That's the basis for society. The man is the head of the home. He has a wife. They have children. They then are the the overseers and protectors and nurturers of these children. And then a society is formed through successive generations. So I think it's fair for us to say that where we are in our society has some pretty strong implications as to where parenthood is. But before I get too much ahead of myself, let's talk about this word honor. Honor is a respect from the heart that leads to honoring actions. I respect somebody, and because I do, this is how I behave myself towards them. Or, maybe I'm not in front of them, but this is how I behave myself if I'm in front of other people speaking about these ones. Sometimes, honor is given as a reward or a repayment or recompense for something that was performed. You know, um, we think about military when they get a Purple Heart. It's an honor to get a Purple Heart. You endangered your own life in battle to go back and pick up one of your fallen soldier uh, friends, your comrades there. I hate to say comrades because it's communism, and I hate communism. Uh, but you pick up one of your fallen brothers, you know, that, that you were there fighting in battle with. You think, I can't leave him behind. So you get this Medal of Honor. You get this Purple Heart. Uh, there's honors that are you know, in England. They would bestow honor upon somebody and knight them because of something tremendous that they had done. I remember that I, I think it was something to that effect with if it didn't happen. I know John Wesley, he was buried. Now, I can't remember exactly where that was. I want to say Westminster. He was buried in some famous place, and he was given such a high position of honor because they said that his work for God had stopped the bloody French Revolution from taking place in his day. And uh, so the, he was given high honor for him just preaching the gospel and, and essentially leading people to Christ and their lives being transformed. Honor is often gained solely by position. We read about that in Romans 13, 7, uh, giving honor to whom honor is due. And it's talking about certain positions in society, whether it be uh, it was talking about law enforcement um, that don't bear the sword in vain, or whether it talks about the king or a governor. Uh, honor to whom honor is due solely by the position. Now, sometimes those people aren't very honorable people, so it may be hard where you feel like I can't honor the person, but we can honor the position at the very least uh, for the position's sake. Uh, it's, so it's not always based on um, character, but it is based on position. We need to remember that. True honor, however, is earned. Proverbs 31.25, we read about the virtuous woman. Strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come. If you read through that whole virtuous woman, Proverb 31, you find that she earns the honor. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her, he- her husband blesses her and speaks about her down in the town as he goes about his business, about his wife. Honor is given to her because she earned that, because she was an honorable person. I had mentioned that in the beginning. There's a lot that's going on in our society right now that's not honorable, so it seems hard at times to honor. But this, so that's the concept of honor, the word of honor. But we're told as a commandment here, the fifth commandment, to honor father and mother. So obviously, this command is given to children. Now, every one of us who's alive is the child of somebody. So this applies to us all. But when you strip your parents of honor, 
it causes them to lose some of the glory that God would shine upon them. When, when a child honors their parents, it is a testimony in this dark world. People think, you know, wow, this, this person thinks so highly of their parents or they, they treat their parents so well or, or whatever it may be, however you show this honoring, then God has this glory that rests upon parents. And, and people see that. You, I mean, first you can see all the, the dishonoring of parents that's going on, but when there is that true honoring of parents that takes place, man, it stands out. And it's beautiful. So it causes them to lose some of that glory if the children do not honor their parents. It causes grief on the part of the parents. And Proverbs say that, you know, a, a son or a daughter that um, basically is a fool brings grief and shame to the mother. Why? Because the mother tried to pour herself into this child and this child has turned out to, you know, be a fool, turn, turn around against the parents, go against everything they were ever taught and knew. And it brings shame and grief to the mother. Because then, first of all, it brings shame and grief onto the family. They feel embarrassed because of where the child has gone. And they still love the child, no doubt. They feel embarrassed by it. Or they just feel so ruined and busted because of all that they invested into you as a child. And it can damage the self-esteem or the heart so that they give up their God-given duty. When, When children don't honor their parents, it's hard, especially when you're in the older years. You know that the, the, you're in the teenage years, and you're not dishonoring your parents, and your parents are, are are so grieved by the whole thing. It's like they just give up and they just let things go, and that's a terrible consequence. None of us wants that. I even think that some of us that maybe have not had very good parents, that you know our parents have perhaps not been very honorable people. Still, we could break the link in the chain. We could not perpetuate this and then pass it down to our kids. We could say, you know what? I'm going to stand up and I'm going to find ways that I can honor my parents because I do not want this to keep going onward. If I ever have a family, I don't want my kids to be like this. We can break the chain. Children, when compared to their parents, have inferior judgment and wills. You may disagree with this. I remember when I was younger and even when I was a teenager, I thought, my dad has no clue. He doesn't even know what's going on. I, I, I can figure this out. And he thinks this, this, and this. Now, there were some things I listened to my dad, and I thought, that's pretty smart. Then there were other things where I disagreed. I think that's somewhat natural in the teenage years because you're starting to work out where independence comes in. Uh, But nevertheless, children have inferior judgment and will solely because they haven't experienced life like the parents have. Wisdom is gained by life. By Well, first, the Bible says by the fear of God, but also wisdom is gained by trying things, failing them, experiencing different things. And so children don't have the same kind of judgment and strength of will like a parent does. So we need to be aware of that. In case you've just tuned in, you are listening to God's Resistance, where we resist sin, self, the world, and the devil. You can hear us every Sunday at 9 a.m. on WITK, 1550 a.m. and 94.7 FM. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at God's Resistance, that is G-O-D-S-R-E-S-I-S-T-A-N-C-E. You can also email us at gods.resistance at gmail.com or call us at 570-362-7782. So we've said that children, when compared to their parents, they have inferior judgment and wills. 
Whether or not you agree with that, if you were really honest with yourself, you would say that's true. Solely by experience, they know more things than I do. Next thought is, if authority is rebelled against inside of the home and honor is not felt and given there, then society is undone and society is without God. I would make this statement. The world is as good as home life. America is going to be as great as its families, as its homes. And look, at we're in such a broken state across America. Is it any wonder that we're in a mess? It's because the home has fallen apart. I think it's because honor has not been had at the home. Sometimes it's been because the parents have not done their job. And that, that's a sad thing. But honor, when it's not given to the parents, it's just a continual breakdown and society's undone. And we're in a mess right now because of this very thing. I wish that, you know, somehow this could be taught to the children again. It's really systematically being attacked uh, by institutions, by government, by media, trying to make it seem like, you know, our parents are stupid and we need to turn our backs on them and we need to just go out and be independent. Is it any wonder that it's falling apart? Well, people are doing this on purpose because they hate God and they hate morality. Dishonor is evidenced by um, a few things here. And you can find these in Malachi chapter 1, 6 through 8, verses 6 through 8 and 12 through 13. But dishonor is evidenced by disobedience and selfishness. You know, not being able to listen to your parents tell you something and say, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do what they say here. So we just disobey and we do it because we're selfish and we want our own way. We don't care about what our parents say. We don't care about really what anybody else says because we kind of act like we are an island and you know we don't need the help of anybody. We can figure this out ourselves. The sad thing is, is that most people, and I'm saying this including myself, I'm 36 years old now, you get out of that stage of that independent, you know, teenage, early 20s kind of era, you get out of that. And you start living life, and then you realize you're far more like your parents than you realize. And also you realize that they knew a whole lot more than I gave them credit for, and I wish I had listened. I can't tell you how many times that's been repeated over and over again. I remember the popular kids from high school I attended, the jocks and everything, and they're doing what they are. You know, in school, they were independent, and they were the cool kids, and everyone wanted to follow after them. You know what most of them are like now? Some of them have gained like 100, 150 pounds, and they were like on the, you know, football team. Because they drank themselves into oblivion. They're drug addicts. They're drunkards. They, they're, they're ruining their lives. And they've got nothing to show for it. Why? Because they didn't listen to their parents. They didn't care. They did whatever they wanted. They didn't have that restraint. And dishonor is evidenced by disobedience and selfishness. Dishonor is evidenced in disregard for the good providence for your good and the sacrifices made on your behalf to provide. Think about all that your parents have done to brought you to the state of where you are right now, dear listener. If your parents didn't work the, the hours that they worked, you wouldn't have the clothes on your back. You wouldn't have the nutrition that brought you through all the way to this point. You wouldn't have had some good memories even that you had had. You wouldn't have had the shelter that you had. And maybe some of you have had a really awful life and you didn't really even have any of this anyways. And I'm sorry for that. But I'm trying to speak in generalities here, generally speaking. That disregard for all the sacrifice and good that was done for you as a person. That is dishonoring to parents. Carelessness to ascertain the pleasure of those that you should honor and perform their wishes and commands. We don't, we don't really care. Uh, you know, I, I don't even care if this person has you know, honor that's due to them. I, I'm just, it's all about me. I really don't care. And so we, we don't really discern like, 
this person deserves honor. They've done something here, and, and I, I should respect that. I try and say that to veterans that I find, and I, I heard this from another man, an older man, once, and it stuck with me. But I see veterans that, you know, they have the hats on, they served in the Marines, they served at Vietnam, um, you know, they got a shirt on, they got a bumper sticker in their car, whatever. I usually try and go out of my way to say, hey, I just want to thank you for your service. I really appreciate that you fought so that I can be free. I've said that to them because they deserve that honor. Some of those guys are tucked off in a corner somewhere in a VA hospital. They're left alone. They've got nobody that seems to care about them and no honor given to them. We need to discern, you know, we need to discern that we want, who, who needs this honor and we should give it to them. And we're talking about parents particularly here. Deceitfulness is an evidence of dishonoring our parents, trying to trick them, trying to, you know, say one thing and live another life. Pride is evidence of dishonoring our parents. Isaiah 3.5, we read, The people shall be oppressed, everyone by another and everyone by his neighbor. The child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient, that's the child against the elder, and the base against the honorable. And that's exactly what's happening in our society right now. We've got a generation of young people that are so full of themselves and so full of pride that they can't just humble themselves for a moment and realize that respect is due to those that are older in years and realize the, uh, to be, you know, the, the base people. The, the, these are the people that, that are in society that just think that they got everything coming to them. I, I mean, this, this may be a rude awakening to some that are listening, but you have got to take responsibility for yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. You can play the victim all your life and say, well, I didn't have it good. And, that, and you may not have. It may have been awful. But when, one of these times, we're going to have to stand up and say, hey, I got I to gotta do something about this. Instead of just being filled with pride and selfishness and all that, let's, let's look to some of these others that have gone before us and say, you know what? They went through some hard stuff and they got through it and they deserve honor. They put in their time in life. They deserve honor. And instead of me walking around like a hothead and, and you know, thinking everybody else is you know, worthless, you because know, I still have my whole life ahead of me. I should respect them. I could probably learn something from these people, the older people and these honorable people. They may teach me some good life lessons and God help us each one. And I'm not trying to just be unnecessarily hard, but I'm so tired. I'm so tired of American culture just being so wrecked and ruined that we feel like, you know, we're entitled to things and, and we don't have any responsibility. And because of all this framework, we have zero honor for people that should have honor. Sorry for that. I hit the mic. Also, a heartless service is evidence of no honor. Isaiah 20, 29, 13. Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. So instead of really having a true honor in heart, it's like you just kind of do it because it's written on paper and we'll just go through the motions because it's what we're supposed to do. A heartless service. And you know what? Children can act like that towards their parents. We'll just grit our teeth and say, yeah, okay, I'll do this and I'll do that. And inwardly, we don't really have a heart to honor our parents. And that's where it's going to start. You can chain pigs to, to stop them from going in the mud. But once you pull those chains off, they're going back in the mud. It's the same thing. You can act honorably with having such an honorless heart inside of you. And you're just like the pig that'll go right towards the mud. God can change the heart so that we want to honor. And may God help us to do just that. There's a danger of familiarity leading to dishonor. 
Uh, Jesus talked about a prophet that wasn't honored in his own country because people are like, well, I know him. I know him. You know what he was like before? You know his life and honor is lost. It's the same inside of our own household. The way that we talk with people outside of our house and then the way we are with those we're familiar with can be a dangerous uh, thing that we need to pay attention to. If we are so familiar with people, oftentimes we don't treat them as well as we should. I mean, there's a danger there. So that's where dishonor is evidenced, but honor is evidenced by protecting weakness and faults of parents. You know, the Bible says, love covers a multitude of sins. He that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. These are some principles. I remember uh, I was on a job site and my, uh, my dad owned a, a business and I was on a job site and somebody was criticizing something my dad had done and I saw that it was, it was, a, it was a mistake that had taken place that my dad had done. And I remember trying to build up my dad you know, in honor in the sight of these people because I didn't want that to be taken away from him because he had put all these years into business and, and everything and he poured a lot into it. And, uh, you know, just this one mistake's going to trash his reputation. So I tried to protect weakness and faults, you know, if I had seen some of those. This was after I was a Christian. I didn't do that before. Uh, but not doing thine own ways. Isaiah 58, 13. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, so, and finding, uh, excuse me, and finding uh, delight in God, in the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shall honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. So, honor is when we deny ourselves for the greater good. Uh, honor is evidenced by allowing ourselves to be corrected, because the, op- the opposite's worse. Proverbs 13, 18, poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction but he that regardeth reproof or correction, he shall be honored. So allowing ourselves to be corrected is showing honor to our parents, allowing them to speak into our lives and show us some things. The judgments of God are terrifying against dishonoring our parents. We read, Whoso curseth his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. We read, Ravens will pluck out your eyes. Basically an earlier and untimely death and then the buzzards will pluck out your eyes. And that's happened to many people that don't listen to their parents. They end up going with the wrong crowd. They end up getting involved in gang activity and crime. They get involved in drugs and alcohol. Their lives get ruined and they get an untimely death. And so judgment comes. The way of the transgressor is hard, the Proverbs say. Deuteronomy 27, 16. Cursed be he that setteth light by his father or his mother. And all the people shall say, Amen. They were stoned to death for dishonoring their parents back in those days. That's how serious it was. Matthew 15, 4. For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. That's talking about the stoning. But the blessing of honoring father and mother is long life. The long life promised in our text was that as a result of their obedience to God, uh, their obedience, God would protect them and he would fight for them that they could stay in the land, that was the land of Israel. If they obeyed and honored their parents, godliness and the ways of righteousness would be passed down from generation to generation. If you break that chain, your children and those after you most likely are not going to be walking in honorable ways, and they're going to be in in deep sin and depravity and crime. But when we honor our parents, we pass on a good legacy, a good heritage. Canaan and the Israelites would have been secured. And you know, our spiritual state and our family's spiritual state will be secured if we honor our parents. Here's a couple verses from Ephesians chapter six. 
Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. Is that what you want, dear reader? Then honor your father and your mother. Do you honor your father and mother? You may think, that's impossible, because my parents are undeserving. You don't know how wretched they were, and I, and I don't. But think about it. Can you honor them for the very life that you have, the very breath that you breathe? Because you wouldn't even be here if it weren't for them, no matter how terrible they were. Maybe the food that they provided for you, clothing, shelter they provided to get you to the point that you are right now, could you at least honor them for that? Do you talk trash about your parents to others? Are you refusing any correction from your parents, no matter how old they may be or how old you may be? If you're guilty here, you've broken, again, one of God's commandments. You can be forgiven of these. You can repent and turn and trust in Christ. And if you're not saved, he can save you and change you. Your next step is to call 570-362-7782 or email gods.resistance at gmail.com. I want you to introduce yourself to me. I want to set up a time to meet with you so that I can coach you and help you further to walk with God. Make sure to like and follow us on all our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and more. There's more teaching and preaching to help you on your journey there, and you can connect with others that are going through their journeys. And tell your friends about this broadcast every Sunday here at 9 a.m. and our social media accounts. But above all, join the resistance, God's resistance. Special thank you to Spectacular Sound Productions for giving permission for the use of the song Heroes and Monsters, which was edited and used in part on this production. The permission was granted under Attribution Share Alike 4.0 International Creative Commons license. That license may be found at https colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by hyphen essay forward slash 4.0 forward slash legal code.